Because it's like 25 bucks. And this one girl was like, 25 bucks? We don't even make that much to be fucking... We don't even make that much work in here to be fucking... <laughs> That was cartoonish, man. of a lot of things. It was a crazy day for me, but the, one of the things I realized, I was like, man, I'm trying to get the fuck out of this job, man. I'm trying to get the fuck out of this job as soon as I can. Yeah, this is the type of day I had, right? At some point, I, you know, I have to do genotyping, just to, you know, refresh everyone's memories here. Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. Uh, welcome. Seamus Millar, who just said welcome. He's a sexy motherfucker with that bedhead look right now. When I Skyped him, he was literally in bed, so... And, you know, it's a good look for you, Seamus. I'm Adam. You know me, George. ladies, always in bed. Oh, always in, always in bed always and always bed. good in bed. You know, I wouldn't know. I've just heard things. I've heard things. But this is the... I haven't heard any complaints, and all I've heard is that uh, if I ever break up with my girlfriend, I got a career in porn. That's, hey! all, I've That's all I've heard. That's all I've heard. So if so. your grandpappy's a porn star, it all started here. Uh, this is the podcast, Conversations for Our Grandkids, where Seamus and I have conversations that we would like our grandkids to hear. Uh, not because, not necessarily when they're young, you know, but maybe at I just some want point. them to know I got a fat one. Hey, if you got a fat one, you know where it came from. <laughs> uh, the idea is that we want our grandkids to hear these conversations so they know who we are as people, what we struggled with, what our thoughts were, et cetera, et cetera. So today I realized this is the type of day I was having today. There was a point where I was like, you know what? I'm like a fucking mouse Nazi, and specifically, I'm that Nazi. That, like, you know how when the Jews showed up to the camps, like the fucking slaughterhouse camps? What do they call those things? Concentration death camps? camps? The death Concentration camps? camps? There would be the guy who's like, go to the left, go to the right, and the ones who went to the right were okay, the ones who went to the left were, you know, got killed, right? And I'm literally that person for my lab, for the mice, because I'm the person who genotypes the, the mice. So, first of all, these mi- mice get born, and as soon as they're old enough to separate from their mother, like literally the day that they're, that's appropriate for them to be separate from their mother and they won't die, they take the mice, put them in a different cage, and cut off the tip of their tail, right? I get that, that little piece of their tail. I dissolve it in some solution, and I genotype there, or I, I like look for certain genes, right? Now, depending on which genes they have, I literally am making the decision, this mouse goes to the right, this mouse goes to the left. So Fuck. I, see what I'm saying? This mouse has this gene, it's okay. It gets to survive and pass its gene on, genes on to the next generation. This mouse doesn't have the gene. Kill it. Literally. And I'm like, you know what, man? Today I was just I like, bet you got a sick fucking mouse skin lampshade at home. I bet you got a <laughs> sick fucking... Those fucking mouse fat candles all over all the house. All these tiny little mouse shoes in Adam's apartment. Like, t- tons of them. Dude, my, my mouse 
uh, death count is off the chains right now. I'm talking literally in the, <laughs> in the, in the thousands, dude. Not even a joke. Like that's, Fuck. It, that's what I was thinking about today. I was like, man, I don't want to keep doing this. Like that sounds like some hippy dippy shit, but it's like I really don't even want to have to have this thought anymore. Like I'm just, and it's, that's only one of many reasons why I want to get the fuck out of that lab. But it's like. That that's a, that was the type of day I was having where I was like I'm a, I'm literally a mouse Nazi like if if mice like fucking wrote a history of mousehood like I would definitely be one of those like oh yeah look at these assholes they were literally like deciding who got to live and who got to die like yeah I, I was one of those dudes my bad mice you'd my probably bad. just be ri- listed as like a really mean cat because I don't know <laughs> what the fuck is going on <laughs> he was cool man he was just trying to make his ends meet but you know he's he's got a death count that's ungodly. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. That's crazy, man. That's that's rough. I uh, I I cannot I cannot complain in that same vein with you, my friend. That's no. I don't have to kill anything at my job. Mm-hmm. Just my just my spirit. We're not we're All not right. we're not All right, guys. Here. Yeah, I mean, oh, man, man, fuck, man. All jobs, man. I it's can't. Like, it's a fucking struggle. I start to see where these like uh, Marxist fucking arguments come from where it's like capitalism sucks you give your soul to the man like all that shit where it's like yeah that's true but like what's the better alternative honestly that's what i keep coming down to is like really what's the better alternative let's be real like this is the best shit that i have going for me right now like if if i'm gonna quit this job like where am i gonna i'm gonna work at a fucking 7-eleven default on my loans fucking you know what i mean it's like i don't want to have that bullshit happen so just do what i gotta do until i fucking can do something else which might be soon and uh that brings me to the next segue point here is that i have not smoked weed for two weeks and two days at this point damn get a load of this though get a load about what hey, i'm about to do what you about to put in your lungs motherfucker anybody hear that those little bubbles that's crystal meth, Greg. That's, <laughs> that's how I do it. <laughs> oh, man. Put it right in my lungs. You know what's oh, fucked man. up, though? Is that even just hearing that bubbling and seeing, like, the smoke... Uh, it oh, gives, I didn't it mean to me... trigger you, man. No, yeah, no, but that's the thing, man. I've been triggered so many times because all my friends smoke weed. All of them, like, you know, and I'm not going to be like, hey, man, could you put that out? Like, I'm in the room, and it's me, it's triggering me, which is, like... Like, hey, social justice warriors, take a lesson from this guy because I'm able to sit in a room where I'm being triggered in a major way, and guess what? I just fucking put up with it. So grow triggered the fuck in up. A major way. <laughs> I'm getting triggered in a major Dude, way I, right now. I get feelings. I get the. I can feel the feelings of like, oh, I love that sound. I love the smoke. I love the feeling in my lungs. I want that so bad. Like, I just want to do it. You know what I mean? But then I just say, no, you're cool, dude. Everything's fine. Remember, this is all for a good reason. And then I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right, me. So, How do you feel? Have you noticed any differences? I'll tell is you it th- easier? Uh, is what easier? Life? Life oh, processes. God no. God, no. That's why I fucking smoke weed to begin with, dude. Damn. God, no. I'll tell you the biggest thing that I noticed, though, because honestly, <laughs> I was smoking weed to the point where like, I was like, am I even high? Oh, yeah, that's right. I did smoke this morning. You know what I mean? You get to that point, if you smoke enough, like... I mean, I was smoking weed like people smoke, smoke cigarettes. And at that point, it's it's not really like, oh, God, I'm so high. You know what I mean? It's just like, why is this cashier looking at me so weird? You know what I mean? It's a completely different set of thoughts. But the biggest thing that I've noticed, like, day-to-day interactions are about the same. Like, uh, colors and, and sounds, like, music is about the same. It, of course, like, I don't get as lost into things as usual. But the biggest thing that I've noticed, and this shit, I'm, I'm almost like really tired of it is I have these 
insanely detailed dreams, like these insanely engrossing dreams that feel like they go on for hours and hours, and they're so detailed. Like last night, I had a dream where for some reason I was out and about really, really late at night, like maybe like three in the morning, and I was right around my job, my like so I was like on campus pretty much. And uh, I was like, you know what, it'd just be easier at this point for me to like just take a nap at my job and just wake up in the morning and I'll be right there at work and I don't have to worry about like, you know, transportation and worrying about waking up in time and all that shit. So in this dream, I'm at my job and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take a walk because I don't feel sleepy yet. And I run into this other guy who works at a different part of the building. We're hanging out. I'm like, he's like, you know what, do you want a job, man? I was like, yeah, I do kind of want a job. Like, I want a different job, you know? He's like, I'll pay you more, like all this shit. So I'm like, cool, cool, cool. He's like, today's going to be your first day. Like, we'll try this shit out. Now, keep in mind, this is like literally four in the morning in my dream. All right, so this makes no sense at all that he should be there, I should be there, we should be having this conversation. So I'm like, all right, I put on the uniform. Like, we're sitting in his office. My bad, got a call. Uh, and he goes, let's order some food, right? And I'm, I'm, even at the time in the dream, I was like, dog, it's like four in the morning. Like, who's open at this time? You know, and it's, that's ridiculous. But I was like, all right, if you know someplace that's open, I'll, more power to you. He's like, there's this place right down the street. They have hot dogs that are like a foot long. It's going to be tasty. Suddenly, I'm, I'm delivering the food. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's usually how dreams go. But, see, it wasn't even that crazy. It's like, that's the thing about these dreams is that they, they're like surprisingly mundane, Right. So this guy's like, I'm going to order these hot dogs. He's going to order four of them. I don't know whose idea that was, but they're a foot-long hot dog. We don't need four of them, right? <laughs> uh, and he, so he calls the place, right, and he orders the hot dogs. <laughs> he calls the place and orders the hot dogs. That's an important Hi, point. four hot right? dogs, please. At 5.15 in the morning, the hot dogs still aren't there. So we're like, it's been in like an hour or so. Where the fuck are these hot dogs at? He goes online. He looks at the company's website. He's like, oh, they don't open till 9 in the morning. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Yeah. Well, who did he talk to on the phone? Exactly. It's 5 in the morning. Like, who did you talk to? He placed the order. Who did you place that order with? <laughs> anyway, those are the types of dreams that I've been having. And it's like, you know, I wake up and it's if, if they were, like, meaningful or, like, exciting or, you know, something, it'd be worth it. But it's like... I mean, literally, I was just hanging out at work, and we ordered hot dogs that never came. So cool, Dream. Thank you. Thank you for that experience. That was so meaningful. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I will tell you, I, I woke up out of a dream the other day. So I had a, I got really sick last week, like really sick. Like I, I hadn't been that sick in a while where my fever was through the roof. I was, oh, take, I was like just drinking Robitussin like it was fucking, you know, water. I mean, maybe not that bad, but I was drinking a lot of Robitussin. I was trying to do everything I could. I was taking emergency, even though I heard like that doesn't really do shit. Uh, but like, I'm I'm just trying to get through the sickness. And I had a dream that I hadn't had since I was a little kid. Now, when I was a kid, I used to have these dreams right before I got sick. Every every time, right before I got sick, I would have this dream. And I might have told you this before, so forgive me if I'm repeating myself. But uh. It was these dreams about these guys. They looked like little flubber men, basically. Like, they had no details whatsoever, and they were gray, so they looked like clay. And there would be a spotlight, and they would start walking across a tightrope. And as they walk across the tightrope, because they're made out of clay, they'd be like, oh, shit. So they would just start falling through the tightrope and, like, splitting into different pieces and stuff. And... Every time I had that dream, I would wake up and be like, oh, no, 
like I'm gonna be sick. And the weirdest thing about that actually is that I described that to my dad recently, and he was like, "That's so fucking weird." I had the exact same dream when I was a kid, right before I would get sick, like Whoa. the same exact. <clears throat> yeah, so that's a molar. Hey, dude. grandkids, yo, if you're having these dreams, now you know. Damn. I know they suck. They they're terrible. And and I had that dream the other night when I got that sick, and then I woke up and I was so delirious. I started doing like 4D math that made no sense. Like I was, I was doing math like based on every movement I would make. It would be a certain uh, like equation, and I'd be like, "Well, that's going to add up to this sort of futuristic fucking scenario." Like I can't lay on my side because that's negative 32. Like I. I thought I was losing my fucking mind, dude. I was going insane. Like, the fever was so high that I became delirious, and I I literally thought I was having a fucking stroke, because I was like, none of this shit I'm thinking, like, makes any sense. At one point, I got out of bed, and I was like, I've never been more sure about anything in my life, but I need to play Rocket League right now, otherwise I'm gonna die. And so, so I, like, went downstairs and, like, sat and watched TV for a minute, and I was like, nah, like, I'm being crazy, like... This is fucking stupid. And eventually I somehow got back to bed, but like just it felt like I was schizophrenic. Like none of it made sense. But I was also aware of the fact that I was schizophrenic and I was like, oh, this shit, none of this shit makes any sense. Negative 32 for laying on my side? Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. It was scary as shit. And it made me think like how fragile the brain is that I can get a high fever and start going all fucking ape shit on you you know what i mean yeah. like man yeah i heard the story of a, of a guy and th- this is a apparently kind of a run of the mill for people but he he got lyme disease and this is like a normal lyme disease story uh apparently i i wouldn't know but he, this is what he was saying and he was like yeah you know i i stopped at a red light you know i was driving my car coming from the doctor stopped at a red light and the light turned green and all of a sudden like I knew that I was supposed to do something, but I forgot what, like, the light turning green meant. And so I was just sitting in my car, and people were honking at me, and people were yelling at me, and I'm looking at this green light knowing that, like, it means something, but, like, I forget what what I'm supposed to do. To the point where he had to get out of his car and have people push his car into, like, a parking lot to the side. Because he just couldn't, he couldn't get it together enough to, like move to like push his foot on the gas pedal and that shit's terrifying yeah that's terrifying terrifying that's why i like acid trips man because acid trips if you take a deep enough acid trip that shit will take you to that place that it'll take you to that place and the, the memory i'm specifically thinking of was like i remember watching tv and i was getting so relaxed that like uh i don't know how to say this but like um I was getting so relaxed to the point where I was like, just don't do anything. Like, don't even, don't even, like, don't even worry about breathing. Don't worry about keeping your back straight. Don't worry. If someone says something to you, don't even worry about that because, like, if it's really important, your brain will, like, realize that. Like, your brain's pretty fucking dope, man. Like, just let it do its thing. You don't have to do anything. So just let things happen. And it got, like, after an hour or two or some, you know, some amount of time, I remember, um... Uh, like watching my world kind of like go dark where things were just kind of shutting down because it was like well we don't really need I don't need to know what's on the TV so it was like don't pay attention to the TV so I was like looking at the TV and like I could see that lights were happening and like the pixels were moving but I wasn't trying to make any meaning out of it I didn't care what they were saying I didn't even care that I it didn't even look like people anymore it just looked like, like shapes and colors and shit so I was just like kind of doing nothing, looking at this TV, and the, my whole world started to go dark. I don't know how else to say that, but, like, there was nothing, 
like it wasn't just like oh there's lights you know and shapes and faces that you don't recognize it was like well now those are starting to disappear and i remember like right as as it was about to go black i was like oh this is terrible i think i'm dying oh my god i think i'm dying i think i'm dying like my whole like everything like i was no longer aware of my body i didn't know where i was jasmine was sitting next to me and i i forgot you know like i didn't even recognize her her i mean maybe she said something that snapped me out of it where i was like why don't i recognize that voice i should recognize that voice you know what i mean and i i lost it at that time and i felt like you know that is like i did it to myself on purpose but if that happened to me and i didn't like purposely do it I would fucking freak the fuck oh, out. Oh, yeah, that's scary as fuck. Freak the fuck out. I mean, dude, out. I, 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 this was me having a panic attack for the first time in years, basically, or, you know, like the one annual one that I'll have. I might have one a year. and be like, oh, that was weird. That was a weird fucking thing that happened. Uh, but uh, it, it felt like I was like, fuck, like, everything that I am, I take for granted as far as, like, just the basis of what I would consider like life, like getting around and thought process and all this shit. It's not working. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? And at what point, who the fuck is doing anything? You know, it was yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah, you're, you're it, rubbing right up against the mystery of the universe right there, and that shit is that's some fucking heavy shit. And that's why, dude, that's what's been really bothering me about these dreams is because, I mean, everyone knows this. Everyone is familiar with this feeling when, once you, like, you remember a dream and you remember how you felt but like it's like a totally different set of rules but you're you are still there you are still fully in this thing but it's not the world that you're used to you know what i mean the rules don't apply like you were saying before like you're looking at a dog and now it's all of a sudden changed into your father and your father it tells you to do something you turn around and all of a sudden now you're in africa you're in the desert and there's a bull running at you and you're freaking the fuck out you close your eyes and you open them and now you're underwater you know it's like what the fuck man like this isn't how the world works but so i was in this fucking dream where the only way i can describe these fucking monsters were that they were like green bee drills do you know bee drill the pokemon with the fucking oh yeah yeah the horns, yeah, the yeah, they look like hornets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, they were like maybe eight to twelve feet tall, depending on like the moment in the dream. Some of them were like as big as houses. It was terrifying. But so I was running through these enormous houses, trying to like hide with my crew. You might have even been there, dog. To be honest with you, oh, uh, Jasmine was there, and we were all trying to hide and survive. And it was just like every moment where like once we would get comfortable, then the dream would just be about. Like, what? this is a crazy-ass house we're in. Like, there's a bathtub here, and there's a curtain. Like, yeah, I don't know where these giant insects just crawl through the roof. Dude, and go, oh, right, fuck. <laughs> even worse, dude, like, we'd be like, we'd be like, oh, this is a cool room. Like, and you'd call it to me, like, from the other side of the house. Like, yo, check this shit out. We'd go in there and be like marble uh, baths, you know, marble baths and, and towels, very luxurious and gold-plated things and comfortable chairs, colors and paintings and tapestries. And we'd be like, yo, check this other room out. The, the floor would be creaky. And you know, you know how old floors, the wood floors, you can see like the gap between the, uh, the planks? You know what I mean? Do you know, what, you know what I'm talking about? Where they creak and yeah. you, there's like a gap between the planks. Like that's the detail of these dreams that I, I'm having where I can remember this shit. And then all of a sudden, you know, one of us would look out the window and be like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And we'd look out the window and there would be hundreds or thousands of people oh my God. running through the streets terrified crawling over each other a stampede of people and then there'd be these fucking beedro things right behind them like slink slink slicing people <laughs> oh, up shit. killing them left and right and we're and everybody in the building just looks at each other like 
Fuck, we gotta run, we gotta run, we gotta run! Like, hopefully this fucking don't find us. This staircase, though. <laughs> Shit is <laughs> But I don't want to leave the marble staircase. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. I don't like what dreaming like that, ass. man. I don't like dreaming Fuck. like that. Man. It's a curse. No wonder you smoke so much weed. You got to get away from that. Got to get away from that. God, man, I'm telling you. I've had a couple disturbing dreams. I mean, I think we even talked about them on here. But like, uh, I've I've been recently just having like pretty okay dreams. You know, I've been having like I had one last night where I got into a fight with a coworker. Uh, I like basically told her to fuck off. Um, I don't think that I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. But you know, we'll see. That's like you know. Last night my dream was pretty mundane. You know, we're just ordering hot dogs that never came. It's not not such a terrible thing. You know what I mean? But it's just the what freaks me out is the vivid nature. Oh, sorry. So the beedrill dream. I didn't even get to the scariest part of it or the thing that really tripped me out. Right? That's all terrifying. Eating your hot dogs outside. No, no. Here's the thing, dog. Here's the thing. When I would see these things coming, I could feel my heart racing. You know, I went into full flight or fight mode. You know, I, I knew that there's a possibility that I could die. And in the midst of that absolute horror and terror, I kept thinking to myself over and over again. Whenever it got really bad, I would think to myself, man, this dream is crazy. But I'm not mm. sure I could wake myself up in enough time to, like, save myself. This dream is absolutely terrifying and crazy. And I know I'm dreaming. But I'm not sure I could wake myself up in enough time before they killed me. You know what I mean? Whoa. I, and I, it was like Terrifying. totally, totally, that was the, that's the part that I remember the most. It's like the most lucid part of the dream is me being like, I know this is a dream. And that's the crazy part because it's a dream. And I'm making all of this up. And I know I can wake myself up. I have the ability. But I don't know if I can remember how to wake myself up in enough time before they find me and start torturing me or kill me. You know what I mean? Fucking crazy, man. Jesus That's, Christ. I, I fucked myself up, man. Like, worse than anybody could ever do to me. I fucked myself up. And that's like, you know, that's the thing that I, I feel like, that's what the dream is telling me. It's like, I, you're doing this to yourself every day. You're doing this to yourself every day, but it, it doesn't feel as vivid because you're dealing with the external world mostly, which is a tame mm. version of dream reality. You know what I mean? Dream reality is very symbolic and intense and all that shit, but... I know, like, during day-to-day life, I know I can wake myself up. I've done it before while I'm awake. I've woken myself up while I'm already awake. And I know that sounds fucking crazy and fucking bullshit or whatever, but when I just forget how to do it. You know, I forget, I forget the magic words or the, the fucking what magic thoughts I can have to, like, oh, that's right. Everything's cool. Like, chill the fuck out. You know? Yeah. You are the universe. That's crazy, man. It's well, do you think that you, So you think that you're fucking... Well, I guess this this is something that we've talked about before, but it feels like uh, it's almost like uh, it's the same stuff with all the spiritual stuff. It's almost like the answer's in your face, but you're just kind of like fucking yourself up over again. You think that's what your dream's telling you, or that's what you're thinking about that, a lot? That's what, I mean, I don't know what the dream's telling me, but that's what I'm getting out of the dream. Is like, you know, you know what this is, you know what you are, but it's just like, you have to time it right so that these things happen at the same time, because... It's like, you know, the thing is coming to get me, right? This monster is coming to get me. And all I have to do is wake myself up and the monster disappears. But I'm so terrified that I won't be able to wake myself up in enough time before the monster gets there. It's like you definitely can get away from this. You definitely can do something about this. But it's like you just have to do it now. 
And then it's like, oh, God, I have to do it now? Do I know how to do this? Do I really know? Like, uh, what if I can't? You know, and it's like, all it's like, well, all those thoughts are just, wa- you know, like, they're just wasting your yeah. time. Just fucking yeah, yeah. wake up. Because you're not doing what you should be doing. Not doing you're what you should be You're thinking about it. You're thinking about doing it. Exactly. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Man, and, and isn't what... that the most terrifying dream of all time? It's just a this fucking thing about, like, I see all the problems in my life, and it's all my fault. <laughs> even, even scarier than the fucking imagine, than the, the house, you know, the three-story tall monsters are the fact that I could make them go away at any second, but they're still coming for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can make yeah. them go away at any second that I choose, but I'm just not doing it for some fucking reason. Crazy, man. Speaking of uh, spiritual parallels, right? So my dreams and the lessons, the who am I type of shit, parallel uh, spiritual lessons and all that shit. Have you been watching Westworld? Do you know that show? I haven't, no. Dude, you have to watch Westworld. I'm just going to throw that out there because it, it, it addresses all of these... Um, questions in a in a very western kind of way which i'm very impressed with it's hard to that my my main issue with the eastern philosophies is like i can't talk to this with anybody really because it, I, the language that i'm using to think about this and the language that like the other eastern people are using if i started talking about like oh your soul and your atma and god and there's deities and fucking the astral plane it's like oh what did you fucking you know what i mean like what are you, you you reading the secret now? You know, you stupid new age hippie motherfucker. Not to sound super pretentious, but I, I know what you mean because when I try to discuss this with other people, it's like it's like you have to go, you have to go back through your own personal revelations and almost explain the things in order the the way that you sort of overcame the language barrier essentially. But you have, it's like it's like boring because you got to go back to like one plus one, exactly. and you're like, I want to do. This other thing, right. like, I already get that. You know what I mean? It's Can like, we talk about fucking it, physics and shit it, now? Yeah, you know it's, like, I mean? it's, it's almost like, speaking of physics, it's like E equals MC squared, right? It's a very simple equation, and you can, you can say, like, oh, E equals is energy, M is mass, and C is the speed of light squared. You know, like, C squared is the speed of light squared. That doesn't mean shit to anybody. Like, that does you have to go, first of all, you have to learn math. Then you have to learn about physics, and then you have to learn a little bit about like philosophical relativity of you know well if I'm if I see this and you see that you do you understand how it could be different for both of us and like all this shit and then you can finally come to some minor appreciation for what this very simple thing you know this very simple equation yeah. means. But it's like because well, if you say God, you got then people are going to be like God. What's that? Exactly. What do you mean the guy with the, the hood? And then you got the guy with the hood. No, that's not God. Uh, <laughs> you mean Darth Vader? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, but that is the thing. No, it's but like, you know what I mean. You got to have like a fucking three day conversation about that one word. But nobody has start. three days. Nobody has three days to li- to like listen to your bullshit revelation that you fucking had on an acid trip. You know what I mean? Like or whatever, or even just in a you know you know last Sunday I was thinking about some crazy shit now hear me out it's gonna take three days to explain already right there you've lost everyone and there's no other person that has made this more clear to me than uh, no offense to her either but Jasmine when I try to like I'll be like you know like think about it this way like the soul isn't this goo goo gaga stupid shit it's like an actual like um you can you can like you can know us you can know what a soul is you can know what a soul is it's it's like an actual thing Um, that people, it's not something you can touch, it's not something you can extract from someone, you know, necessarily, but it is this thing that you can, we can talk about it, and we can use the concept of a soul usefully, but 
we can't like I can't say like look it's this that's a soul you know what I mean so mm. but once you start like saying like well you can't touch it and you can't taste it but there is a thing it's like oh well fuck you you know what I mean like fuck off my parents already tried to get me on this guide shit and I already said no you know what I mean and I really I understand where the people are coming from but so Westworld I think it's a very um it's a very good uh, analogy for a lot of the real life spiritual lessons that other fucking leaders have have touched on. So watch that shit. Well, what's the premise? I, I know isn't like there's like a VR world or something. Can you just give me the basic premise without I'll, getting I'll, no, I'll no spoilers here? I'll try because it's um a lot of people fucking man. I've heard some terrible explanations of this, so I hope I do it justice. But the premise is. Westworld is this place that you can go to, and it's, like, for super rich people, right? Like, you're super rich, and you want to go fucking do whatever the fuck you want, right? You go to this place, and it's, in ha- it's like, uh, set in Western times. Like, you know, you ever seen a Western? Pew, pew! Yes. It's, it's like, set I've been listening time. to Western music all day, actually. Nice. dun 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 dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's that's what I was listening to. That sounds very very western, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so you go to this place, right? And it's enormous, like the park. It's like a park, right? Amusement park. That's a that's a useful way to think about it. But it's like you know, it's just like a town set in the west, uh, the wild west of America. And it's inhabited by what they call hosts, and the hosts are actually robots. They're not real people. They're robots. But they look just like people. And, and the, the show kind of um, implies that they're like 3D printed. So it's like they're 3D printed and then kind of like brought to life sort of. And Do they think them. that they're people? Well, that's the, that's the interesting part of it. So here's the thing. You shoot them and they bleed, right? You smack them and they, their face gets red and they start to cry. And they say like, how could you do that to me? You shoot their daughter and they, they go to protect their daughter, right? But it's all like pro- it's all coding and programming so that they, you know, they know that if you're smacking my daughter, that's offensive, and I need to protect my daughter, and I need to protect them from you, you know. And all, but that's all mm. just computer code. But the code is so good, and the robots are so lifelike that some of them start are starting to like wake up essentially, where they're like, well, what the fuck am I then? Like, if you have emotions and I oh, have emotions, shit. like, what the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Am I that different from you? And all that kind of shit. And it answers, or it starts to ask questions that you have to answer on your own, but the questions are so fucking good and important. I think everybody has to ask themselves the questions that are being asked in Westworld. And the way that they're presented in Westworld is so easy to digest for Western people. So easy to digest for us. And I, it's like, that's what I was trying to say is like, I can read 18 spiritual books, right? Holy books from thousands of years ago up until 40 years ago. And the words and the concepts are just so out of touch with what people are thinking about on a day-to-day basis that you have this reaction where it's like, all right, all right, so hear me out. So this is what I think God is. And once you say God, it's like, I don't care what you're saying God is. I've already said I don't believe in God. I already know I don't believe in God. But it's like, well, you don't even know what I'm talking about when I say God. Well, that doesn't matter because I know God is not real. Right? It's like, okay, well, then we can't even have this discussion. But Westworld kind of, not to say that it approaches God, but it's much more about consciousness. Um, It approaches the consciousness um, conundrum in a very digestible way. I love that show, man. It's my favorite show. It's better than Game of Thrones. Because Game of Thrones is kind of addressing it in in a similar way. 
but it's doing it in uh, in an indirect way, if you ask me. More indirect. Yeah. Westworld's yeah. taking it head on. I definitely got to check it out, man. I was actually, man, now I feel bad. I'm not feel bad, but I was going to bring up that new Harry Potter movie, but that shit pales in comparison to what you're describing to me right now. Well, tell me about the new Harry Potter movie, because I do, I do <laughs> sort of maybe want to see that. I maybe want to see that. Uh, all right, so my girlfriend's a huge fan of Harry Potter. Um, now, first of all, there will be some minor spoilers here, uh, just because I want to set this up. Um, so grandkids, watch the movie close first. your ears. Close your ears. Pause this uh, conversation, watch the movie, and then uh, come back. We were watching a, a compilation of uh, uncomfortable things porn stars say in the heat of the moment. I'm and, not sure uh, what this has to do with Harry Potter at all, but I'm keep just suddenly down. Follow me. Follow <laughs> me down the yellow brick road, because do I have a story for you? Uh, there's this one scene where there's this giant black dude fucking this white chick, and for whatever reason, he just keeps going, yeah, I'm about to take you to Johnny Depp Town. <laughs> <laughs> And we watched that and laughed our asses off. Like, that was the funniest thing either of us had seen. Um, now, we're watching this movie, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's a Harry Potter prequel. It takes place in the 1910s or 20s, and it's in America, and it's really fucking cool. Spoiler alert, the main villain rips off his face at the end, and he's Johnny Depp the whole time. He was Johnny Depp the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting next to my girlfriend's mom, and I just look over at my girlfriend, and she just goes, no, no, no. And I'm like, so I, I'm going to take you to Johnny Depp Town. I'm just like screaming at the movie The whole premise of the movie is you're getting taken to Johnny Depp Town. Oh, my God. I'm about to take you to Johnny Depp Town, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. That's my review of Fantastic Beasts. Oh, God. Um, That's not even a spoiler at all. Well, I guess it is, but holy fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no. That shit had me laughing my fucking dick off, and everybody around me didn't know why. And I was just, I was cracking up. I was like, are you serious right now? Because we had been talking about it all day. That is too all funny. All day. Funny, and dog. then it just popped up out of nowhere. But anyway... That that's that's unrelated. That's I just wanted to tell you that story. But I had a really good time in that movie, and I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. Really? Uh, I I liked it when I was a kid. Right? I liked it. I read up to like. <laughs> you're gonna hate me for this. You're gonna fucking you're gonna fucking destroy me for this. I know you. Uh, I read up to the fourth book, and then they started getting too long. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> you son of a bitch! The worst reason of all time. Love the books, but uh, that felt like too much work, so I just put that bitch uh, on the shelf. Yeah, seven hundred. Well, you know what? what? The fourth one did kind of bore me. Actually, that one, the the uh, what was that one? Yeah, it's, it's crazy how like when you actually have to pay attention to something, it takes a little bit more energy than when they fucking are flashing images in your head. Coming to fight Harry Potter, I don't care. I don't give a shit about all these characters. And then and then I stopped reading the books and I stopped caring. Now I'll say this, that hasn't happened with other I did that with other stuff too. Like I stopped reading the series of unfortunate events or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm still really excited. They're coming out with a Netflix thing. I'm still really excited to watch that. What I'm saying is my my fandom for Harry Potter switched off completely when I stopped reading it cuz when I watched the movies I was like, "Eh, these movies are all right. Whatever. Yeah. Like they're fine." But, like, no, nothing really appealed to me about the magic and shit and the fucking, I don't know. It just I'll, didn't... I'll tell you this, man. I was listening to, uh, and I, I recommend this to the grandkids as well as anybody who's listening to this in, in, you know, 2016 or 17, which, by the way, 
right around the corner. Right around the corner, and I have I have something I want to bring up about that um, Shit. later, if you remind me. But uh, which I'll try to remind myself because I know you're. Two thousand seventeen. Writing it down. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, so everyone go out and look for. Uh, so Joe Rogan has a podcast. It's called the Joe Rogan Experience, and he brings this guy on named. I hope I get this right. Jordan Peterson. Let me look that up real quick. But the thing that uh, the link is that he was talking about Harry Potter, and he's basically saying like the reason why. Did, all right. So how about this dog? J.K. Rowling is richer than the Queen of England. How fucking crazy is that? She's richer than the queen of her own country um, because of these Some books. Some baller and shit. His argument is the reason why she's so popular is because she told the story right. She got the, the archetypes right. You know, she did it the right way. You know, in the sense that there is a deep human need for um, abstract stories. You know what I mean? Because they mirror our lives and they kind of inform how we're supposed to act on a day-to-day basis. And we really yearn for that kind of thing because we're all searching for meaning. And if you tell a story the right way, it gives people meaning, you know what I mean, to, to hold on to and to um, guide their decisions. So he was saying basically that she told the story the right way and that's why she was uh, so popular and why she was able to get kids to read 800-page books because there was something, like kids were not me. No, not you. And we'll, we, we, can go into, we can talk about that for if you want to. Why you're fucking <laughs> didn't didn't jump on that train? But yeah, Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson. That's a it's a good one. Um, well, I look. I, I can't. I, reasons. I, I think that I uh, I could totally see that, and I've always understood why people have found it popular. It just didn't appeal to me for whatever reason. Because you know what it is? It's like she's doing the. They're all pretty stereotypical characters. Not stereotypical, but they're all like the basic. What's the word? Archetypes. Yeah, of like here's the classic hero, and there's a villain, and he fucks up his parents, and then at some point there's a choice that the character can make where he can either join the villain or fight the villain, and blah 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 blah. But for whatever reason. The aesthetics of Harry Potter specifically just never really did it for me. That's you know fair. what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I hear that. I was just like, ah, oh, what is this? Like, they're all wearing robes. This is stupid. Yeah, it's you like, I, I, can, I can see that where it's like, you know, it is a good story, but it's like slightly outside of my own. Like, because, I mean, keep in mind, Philly, Philly, Seamus and I are from Philly, right? We're used to like fucking thugs and rap music, concrete. It's all know, I live. Glass. Money, power, respect. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. We're used to that shit, and you're talking about robes and wizards and shit. You know what I mean? Like, like owl messengers. Fuck out of here. I don't. Need, that doesn't even make any kind of goddamn sense. To yeah. Me. Honestly, dude, can I tell you something? This is like the complete opposite side of why you stopped reading Harry Potter. Why I kept reading, but it's just as bad. Is like I was like, oh, a 700 page book. Let me see how fast I can read that. I can do that. <laughs> you know? It took me like yeah. 10 days, and I was like. I'm a fast reader, bitches. I read Harry Potter in two days. Like, so it wasn't. It wasn't like I was getting some deep meaning from it. I just wanted to finish it as fast as I fucking could. Bragging rights. So not, yeah, not good. I, I, I don't know. And it seems like something that probably should have appealed to me. I mean, it did appeal to me when I was originally reading it. I really liked it. When I saw the last Harry Potter movie, it kind of brought back those initial uh, feelings. Like, you know what? You know what? This is actually might go against what I said earlier, but. I preferred it when it was more lighthearted and kind of like an adventure. And then when it, everything started to become dark and people started dying and shit, I was like, ah, 
I can get this literally anywhere else. Like this shit, you know, like this this villain doesn't really scare me. Mm. None like, of this shit's really. It's like the villain's not cares? that scary, but the consequences are like just as bad as if he was really scary. You know, it's like there's like a mismatch there, maybe. Yeah, it's like all these evil grown ups from Hot Topic are attacking a, a bunch of kids. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, care. You know what? Honestly, dude, that is that I. Now that you're saying that, I do remember because I I felt like. You know, my, my one of one of the feelings I had was like, all right, finally some real shit's happening. Like people are dying. Finally, you know what I mean? Because I understood in in the real world, people get fucking massacred, dude. Like people die. You know what I mean? And like bad, really bad shit happens. It's not just like, oh, I have a scar on my forehead. It's like you have a scar on your forehead. Well, my man, fucking Jim, just got shot in the head last night. He's dead. Mm. He doesn't have a scar. He's dead. You know what I mean? So it was like when people started dying, I was like, well, now the stakes are fucking real. Now there's some high stakes involved. But at the same time, and this is going to sound fucked up, and I think this is why I like Game of Thrones, is that I was like, not enough people are dying for me to really take this seriously. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, our favorite character died. It's like, I don't give a fuck about Fred. One of the twins made it, so like we're good. You know what I mean? One of them yeah. made it, so we're fine. So I, I feel like... And I always thought about the people in the world, like the actual human beings, and I was like, you know what? I'm not a fucking wizard. I'm a human. Let's see what these humans are up to. Oh, they're totally oblivious that any of this shit's going on. Oh, they're uh, basically right. retarded. Cool, cool. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck cares? And then, like, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe my maybe my reasoning is stupid. But the point I wanted to make is that, for whatever reason, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. It just never really did anything for me. However, I really liked Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find It. All right, man. I think it's a really, really good movie. And I went into it being like... I went into it like this. I went into it with the mindset of, I'm going to go, this is going to be a big event, my girlfriend loves these movies, it's going to be flashy, it's going to be you know, entertaining for the hour and a half that I'm there, let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter, let's see what happens. And I came out of it going like, oh, I would actually watch that again. That was really okay. good. Nice. Um, yeah, it was really good. Well, you know what? It takes place in America. Hey! Uh, t- hey, Bosch! Uh, it takes place... <laughs> With, like, you know, adults. You're not worrying about these shitty... You know what? That's the other thing. Uh The kids annoyed me in Harry Potter. A lot of the kids annoyed the fuck out of me. Even though they were children, they were too childish. (laughs) Yeah, like, I was like, come on, Ron. Like, get your shit together, dog. Like, you are 13. You should not be being this much of a bitch over a chocolate that jumped out of the window. Like, fuck off. Like, uh... (laughs) I don't know. I just didn't like... I didn't like the kids. And it's all, like, adults in this one. And, uh... There there are some kids in there, but they act... So what the, the basic plot is... This this guy comes over to America with all these fucking monsters because he's just like a guy who loves to study monsters. He loves it. That's like his thing. And so he, you know, he has this whole thing of monsters that get loose in the city and they start creating some serious fucking shit. Uh, so he has to go catch them. And it's basically like Pokemon. And a lot of the monsters look really stupid. Where it's like, here's the here's the rhino with fucking herpes and he's got bumps all over his body. Like, here's the, like, here's the toad with three toad heads. Like, a lot of that shit. I was just like, all right. Like, they spent a little, I know it's called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, but they spent a lot of time just looking at these fake CGI beings being like, isn't this magical? And I'm like, I I don't, like, get, I don't care. I know that's fake. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Like, get back to the story parts. I don't need to just look at some CGI and be like, whoa, a stick man? That's not in real life. A slender man? Uh, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, but they, but they, and then they have this, but they have this really cool concept where, um, because, like, shit's getting fucked up in the city, uh, and people are, like, aware of it, there's, like, this anti-witch group, 
that is like spreading propaganda and they're like they're basically like this ultra religious group that's like no we fucking hate witches and we hate warlocks and shit and like get rid of witches like they're ruining our fucking town like this shit is garbage and i was like wow that is almost immediately more interesting to me than anything that happened yeah. at hogwarts you know what yeah. i mean like that although that did happen at hogwarts so it's just oh, you gotta like, you gotta read that you gotta read the last couple books for, to get the oh, real, shit the real shit all right, so let's let's segue because the new year's coming up, and you know with our fucking schedules, who fucking knows if this episode's even gonna make it out before the new year? So I'd like to introduce a segment to you, Seamus. Let's hear it. Because I realized 2017's coming up. I'm gonna be I'm 24, man. I'm gonna be 25 in 2017, and I was like, fuck, man. I'm like an old. I'm like a man now. Like I can't even like. There's no justification for me, like, referring to myself as, like, oh, I'm just a kid. You know what I mean? Like, that shit's over. So I was thinking, like, what's a good measure of time for my life? And so I came up with this segment called... This song is 15 years old. All right? Oh, shit. So I have a list of songs that are 15 years old. Right? Oh, they, no, they were, you're going to fuck me the, up right now, dude. Yep, I'm about to fuck you up, dog. This, this list is... Um, Top 100 uh, songs from 2001. Okay, that's 15 years ago. Right. That's 15 right. years now, ago. Now, now, can I ask you a question? Do you, by any chance, have the months that these songs were released? <laughs> Just no. Added so, layer? so what I did was I chose the most popular songs of 2001 as opposed to the songs that were released in 2001 because that list would be mm. enormously long. So I just chose the most popular. Like, these were the hits right. of 2001, 15 okay. years ago. <clears throat> the number one song... <sighs> Lifehouse, hanging by a moment. Now that might that title might not do anything for you, but you might recognize this. I'm falling even more in love with oh, you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Number two, Alicia Keys, falling. Wow, a lot of falling songs. Wow, wow. We're, we're just falling right. From Maybe the, they were onto something. Right from the top floor of the tower. Am I right? Oh, fucking, oh my god, that's some pre-internet Illuminati shit we're picking up on right now. Number three. All these songs about falling, and then the towers fall that same year, bro? I'm saying it's a flat earth, dude. I'm saying it's a fucking flat earth. <laughs> Alright, number three. Oh, and this is number three. This is number, I, so I skipped a few, because I'm not going to go through every one. But number four, Train. Drops of Jupiter. But drops of Jupiter in her hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You know that bam, song? Bam. Yeah. She, she does yoga while she does tabo. Reminds me. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Stupid yeah. Uh, Green kids, look these songs up because we're not doing them justice. Uh, I remember this, listening to that song at Dorney Park. <laughs> oh, shit. Dorney Park, yeah. the, the fucking B-list amusement park of Pennsylvania. Number five. Snoopy at? J-Lo and Ja Rule. I'm real. Cause I'm real. The way yeah, you that's talk, dude. The, way you walk, the Ja Rule J Lo songs are amazing. Dude, They're all good. Ja Rule uh, feature songs. Whenever he's featured with another female, those songs tend to be fucking dope, man. I'm not even gonna lie. I was never a huge Ja Rule fan, but he fucking killed it on the features, man. He, he has some it. jams. Blue Cantrell, number eleven, hit 'em up style. Do you remember that song? Give me a little Fuck, space. man. Wait, I'm trying to think of it. Hit 'em up Fuck, style. Man. I gotta find this. I gotta find this because I I know like Blue Cantrell is not like a popular name, but you're gonna recognize the song. Name rings a bell. My brother used to sing this shit with his friends all the time, and that's I I heard about it 
like through him singing at first. Oh, this man. doesn't have Sean Paul in it, does it? No, I don't think Sean Paul made the list, dude, in 2001. Oh, fuck, you're right. I'm um, an idiot. Hit him up style. I'm on YouTube right now. Give us a second. Grandkids, does YouTube hey, oh, still I can't exist? Wait. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, hit him up style. That's not, the, that's not the Tupac diss, is it? <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, fuck. Just give me the lyrics, see if I can remember it. You remember this? Can you hear I it? I can't hear it. I cannot hear it. Sing it. Just sing it. I need you to sing this, Adam. I need you to sing this for me right now. It's not doing anything. Can't hear it. Oh, shit. I know what song is. Gotta hit him up. Yep. There you go. I'm sure that was great to listen to. Gotta hit him up. Used to, oops, there goes the time we used to spend. There goes the time to death. That makes sense. I, these all make sense because you know what? A lot of these songs, uh, I was 10 years old at the time, and uh, my neighbors used to sit outside, and we would sit outside my neighbors, and they had a little radio, and we would listen to this shit and be like, yeah. Dude, the, I, this was back when I used to listen to the radio. Like, I used to just when I used to went, go to sleep at night because I had an alarm clock. My parents were trying to teach me how to be a responsible human being like hey man you gotta wake up you know on time and they gave me this little alarm clock but it was also a radio and that's the that was the they didn't realize that I would abuse the shit out of that radio and just listen to it for hours as I was supposed to be going to sleep so this is where I heard most of these songs you're gonna know this one you're gonna love this one 12 oh, I can't Shaggy wait. featuring Ricardo Rick Rock Ducent it wasn't me. My mom would not let me listen to that on the radio. She kept turning it off, and I was mad because it was such a good fucking song. Such a good fucking song. My mom wouldn't let me listen to it on the radio because she knew it was about fucking, but I didn't know. I didn't fucking know. So what's the harm, Mom? Come on. It wasn't me. wasn't me. But naked. Well, I guess I did know, but I didn't care because I was like, it's a song. What? What? You're going to keep me from painting images in my mind? Not going to stop me. Not Thought gonna please. stop me. You're they were freaking please. on the bathroom floor. They were freaking Picture this, on the bathroom floor. They were both floor. butt naked. Wasn't me. All right, number fifteen, Usher. You remind me. You remind me of a girl. That's a that great song. I Holy shit. It's a great 19? fucking song. Uncle Cracker. Follow me and everything <laughs> is all right. <laughs> I can't tell if this year was the best or like the worst fucking year. Well, how about number twenty? Peaches and Cream by 112. One, one I feel like you could get all these on hit clips. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, number 14, you know, whatever the fuck. Alright, number 23, Destiny's Child, Survivor. Now, Destiny's Child made the list. I'm yep. not gonna stop, I'm gonna work harder. That's a Damn, good song. We've had Beyonce in our lives for about For way too 15, fucking long. Beyonce, years. I'm gonna need you to retire that fucking fat ass, please. And I'm saying that yeah. in the best possible way. Retire yeah. that fucking beautiful body that you have because you're not making good music anymore. Sorry. Dude, I'm super triggered over here right now. I'm Number insanely well, how triggered. About this? How about this triggering song? No, fuck her. This she song, needs to retire. This song is a trigger song, man. Number 25, Outcast. Miss Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, uh, fuck, That song's about fucking... A bad relationship and how this dude's like has to pay child support but he wants to be in the kid's life or some shit. It's like the craziest, deepest song. 
And at the time when it came out, I remember all I could think was, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Who do know? Like, that was it. That's all I really knew about the song. And I listened to it again when I was older, like maybe 20. And I was like, oh my God, this song is deep as shit. Like, this song is yeah. deep. I'm yeah. like Outcast, man. He's apologizing to his wife or his ex-wife's mother. It's That's crazy. Right. That's right. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Like, this shit just didn't work out. But I still want to be, I still want to be a fucking good dad, man. Like, it just... It's just the relationship didn't work out. Like, my bad, Miss Jackson. You know me. You know I'm a good dude. Anyway, sorry. Uh, next song. Uh, do you remember this song? It's uh, Moby featuring Gwen Stefani, Southside. No. Here we are now going to the north side. We pick up our friends and we go forever. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ringing a bell. Gwen Stefani's in that. Apparently. Now, number 35 was a fucking game changer. Missy oh Elliott with Get Your Freak On. Get Your Freak oh, On. I hated that, hate that song at the time. I hate that song now. I hate Missy Elliott. I hate yes, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott, get out of here with your garbage pants, you stupid idiot. Okay, I heard. Heard. I heard that. I hear all that. I hear the criticisms of Missy Elliott. But her music videos were fucking dope. She had the dopest dancers Granted, and shit. Can't argue with that. Can't argue, can't argue with that. that. I just hate her voice and I hate everything now, she says. If you want to talk about songs that I fucking hated, number 39, Creed. With arms wide open. Oh, that's a terrible song, yeah. The worst. Ugh. 42, we have Destiny's Child again, and this isn't even all of them, but Bootylicious. How about that song? My body is bootylicious, baby. Some, some shit like that. Man. Number the 43, Nelly Furtado, I'm Like a Bird. I'm like a bird. Fuck. These songs you know what, man? Honestly, honestly, you know what would fuck with me? I think, I think, I like this segment, but I think honestly, what would fuck with me more is it's songs that are ten years old because I feel like that would take Ooh. me way more by surprise. Yeah. A lot of these, I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. This makes sense. That's a good point. That's a good, because like three doors down, Kryptonite. I don't. I can't even remember that song right now, but that feels like yeah. It's really but if you tell old. me I'm sprung is like 15 years old, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> uh, Jay Z Izzo was on the charts in in. Dude, if you no, told me Soldier Boy was like 15 years old, wait. I would, I would, I'm gonna kill myself. That's when Soldier I have to go. Boy. I'm gonna be what, like, what sorry guys, about? I have to leave this planet now because uh, fucking Gangnam Style is older than some kids I know. Right, Can't do it what anymore. Would you, what would, how old did you guess that song is? Soldier Boy, I tell him. 2007. Dude, you're spot fucking on, dude. It was 2007. Boom. Spot that's, fucking I on. remember. So, yeah, I went through the that's events my, that's my in my mind. The last song I have is Enya. Only time. I don't really know that song, but I just wanted to put Enya on the list because, like, how the fuck did she make it to 2001? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy, man. That's a that's a little look back. Fuck. Oh yeah, you want to say a lot of those songs? I have. You want to say hi to your nephew? <laughs> oh, what's up, Butter the Rabbit? Butter the Rabbit, man. He, he decided to come out for a little visit. Say hi, Uncle Seamus. He doesn't yeah, make noise. Otherwise, kicking. I put him up to the mic. Uh, no, but that, 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 I like that segment, man, because you know what's weird is a lot of those, a lot of those songs, I don't know if it's just because you're a kid and everything you're experiencing is new, but I was like 10 years old, and a lot of those songs, st- I still have a memory attached to each of those songs where I remember where I was listening to it, and it's not even that I love those songs, but like Miss Jackson, I, I remember being at this weird, like, sh- not strip, it's like an outdoor shopping center in my neighborhood, and I, and I was so fucking bored in the store it was a it was like a, a bakery that they had that closed down it was there forever closed down i was in the bakery and i was bored as fuck but that song was on and i was like this song is the shit i, <laughs> I don't like even this mind. song 
And then, like, I don't know. There's, like, other weird shit that, that I don't know. It's just, it's... Yeah, it's man, as weird. I was going down this list, I, I, I mean, obviously, that wasn't 100 songs, so there's definitely... And, and, and the, at the bottom of the list, the less popular songs, I was like, these aren't going to have the same impact as some of these other ones. But you're right, man. Like, the, the, all of these songs, like, I have very specific... Now, I don't place them in my head as specific as that. Like, I remember sitting in this place or doing this thing, but all of these songs, I have this very, very clear emotional memory. Like, they, they, I hear the song, and I get this feeling of, like, I remember what I was feeling like at, in that time, in, you know, around 2001. Like, I remember... I was getting ready. I was like, something's right around the corner. I, I remember like, I kept telling everybody. It was like, it was so strange. You're like... You tell me, bro. You tell me why the top two songs of 2001 about things falling. <laughs> That's I'm all I'm falling saying. Even more That's, all I'm, fu- That's all I'm saying, man. Oh man. Yeah. So uh, let's see what 2017 brings in, the, in terms of the fucking hit song category. Because I gotta tell you, yeah. Man, radio fucking blows. You know who's my favorite radio person these days? Bruno fucking Mars, man. He makes some good Ugh. jams. Come Not on, a fan. Come on. I like... Carrot Magic, dude. That's a fucking banger. Uh, you know what? I was going to say I like, and then I can't really think of somebody who's who's on the radio that I'm like, Adele. yeah, Adele. this person. Adele's pretty good, man. Adele's pretty good. I also kind of like that chick that, that sings that song about being uncomfortable at parties. She's all right. What? I'm sorry if I seem uninterested. That, that girl. Uh, She's all I right. She's got some good jams. Alessio I like Sia. Something. Alessio something. Who? Sia. Fucking Sia. the best. Sia is the shit, dude. Sia is the shit. She's making really good pop music, and her, her music videos are off the fucking charts. Off the charts. Mm. Unbelievably good. Like You I know remember... that girl that's in all her music videos used to be on Dance Moms? That's something you don't learn unless you're in a relationship. What's up? <laughs> Heard that, dude. Would have never known fucking, that. That's a fucking fact I would have never known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. But she fucking Fuck. kills it, dude. And honestly, I, we watched those Sia videos, and I was like, we got to watch Dance Moms now, because I want to see this girl fucking like, come into her Oh, you learned the same way I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I okay. did. That's oh, what I'm okay. saying. I totally hear what you're saying, because it happened the same way for me. I watched these videos, and Jasmine was like, oh, that girl, that was the girl on Dance Moms. And I was like, what are you talking about? What's Dance Moms? <laughs> and then we, we watched that show, dude. I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Dance Moms is crazy, man. I kind of like it. It's oh, I love it. Crazy. I, I binge watched the fuck out of that when I first found because out. Because everyone on that show is fucking terrible. Yeah. Everyone on that show is terrible. Except the for, main lady except is the, for the worst. Maddie Ziegler. She's the only one. Like she's the, she's the saving grace of that show. The, well, I didn't even mean dancing wise. I'm sure their dancing is impressive. I'm just talking about like they're just terrible fucking people. It's all these yeah, weird yeah, yeah. moms yeah. who are just assholes and vicariously living through their daughters, and then these fucking all right. Have you ever watched the show, competitions and shit? Have you ever watched the show Unreal? No, you told me about that before. Where it's people filming fake reality shows. Like it's yeah. like about the people who film reality right. shows. It's a fictional show. It's a show scripted about, shows. Yeah, yeah. But, it's about the yeah. the. It's a fictional show about the producers of reality shows and what it what it takes to get them to like push people to like do this crazy shit. And when I watched uh, Dance Moms, all I could think about was like, there's a producer behind the scenes being like, "Why do you think she sat so far away from you today?" You know what I mean? <laughs> just pushing their fucking buttons the whole oh time. Oh my god, you know that's I mean? great. Yeah, just being a fucking piece of shit the whole time. Just Dude, starting shit. I'm telling you, here's the shows. Alright, grandkids, watch these shows. I promise you, I swear to fucking God, if they're not good shows anymore, they don't translate well, at least you can know 
like what the fuck was happening in around 2000, you know, teens, 2000 teens. Unreal, not in this order, not in this order. Unreal, uh, Westworld. You gotta Black watch Jersey Mirror. Shore. <laughs> you gotta watch it, dude. Oh, I Jersey thought you were doing Shore. reality shows. Right, wait, I watch, thought you were doing reality shows. Watch Unreal and then watch Jersey Shore. For yeah. sure, that's yeah. the right order to watch yeah. that. Because yeah. then yeah. you'll have a complete context for what the fuck was happening in those shows. Then, for your fictional shows, watch Black Mirror, Westworld, and Game of Thrones. Bada bing, bada boom. Don't even watch another boom. fucking show. That's it. That's everything. We're done. Never watch any other show. Please. And if you do... Please don't. Because there's better shit to be doing with your life. I promise you. I promise you, as somebody yeah. who watches way too much TV, there's much better things you can be doing with your life. Promise. You could be jerking it, grandkids. You ever hey! Think you hey. dirty old man. You dirty <laughs> Hey, grandkids, you ever jerk it? <laughs> I'm going to show them how with my mouth. Uh, oh, I'm kidding, you I'm kidding, son I'm kidding, of a bitch. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, Black Jesus. Mirror uh, deals with uh, pedophilia in a very Ugh. great way. So Ugh. watch that Can I episode. say something, though? That I, I was only kidding just now. It's a fucking gross joke that I just wanted to try. Dude, stop apologizing. But, We're in Trump's America. You get to say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and we all understand nobody means I, anything. I was going to say, watch watch uh, In the Dark, or listen to In the <gasps> Dark. It's a podcast uh, about uh, pedophilia, actually. And it is one of the craziest things I've ever listened to. I listen to the whole... I mean, it's one of those things where like, I listen to cereal. I listen to the whole thing in like a day. Listen to this whole thing in a day, man. It's it's insane. Yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll I'll do you one better. I listen to serial like in a day or two because I I listen at work, so I have like eight or so hours of podcast time to listen to. Which, by the way, if anybody has any good podcast to recommend, give me give me some recommendations. But I listened to serial, and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. This is crazy. Like like podcasting is this crazy thing now. And like I was going through all this kind of shit, and then um, Seamus was like, hey man, check this podcast out. It's called In the Dark. In the Dark, right? In the dark? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I want to say dark. it's called In the Dark. Yeah, it is. And so I listened to it, but and I listened to the whole thing, and I had the same reactions of like, wow, this is really interesting. Podcasting is really crazy. Like, there's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I just got so depressed. Like, I, it, yeah. it's such a dark, dark, it's so dark. dark topic. But it's so, so interesting. And I think it's like, not to fucking get too deep, but I think it's like important to listen to things like that because it reminds you like, don't forget, like, fucked up shit is happening. You know what I mean? Your life is not that bad. You know, fucked up shit is happening. And we all need to look out for each other. You know what I mean? Like, we all need to look out for each other. Also, the other thing that that fucking podcast taught me is that whenever there's an unsolved murder, you can almost be guaranteed that there's some cop who's either incompetent or covering that shit up. One or the other. And Insane. If they're, if Insane. They're, if they're incompetent... Odds are that they're un- they're covering up their incompetence. Even if they're not involved in the murder, they're still covering the murder up because they're just they're trying to hide their own incompetence. So that was the, what I learned from podcast. Thanks, podcast. Now I have a fucking very gloomy, dark outlook on the law enforcement that I I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! If, if my outlook was could have been gloomier, I didn't think it could yeah. be until I listened to that shit. In the dark, it's a great fucking thing. Great podcast. Also, Up and Vanish is a good one, but not as good. It's not as good. Not it's not as good. good. Yeah, and another great podcast you guys should definitely check out, uh, Conversations for Our Grandkids. Boom, bitch. 
Boom. We're on fucking iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Uh, CandyMunchers.com. That's where you can go and just look at our cool shit. Uh, we got, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Convo for grandkids. Just show, show us some love, baby. And me. Show us some motherfucking love. Seamus is on um, Twitter at Shambles Murphy. I'm on Twitter at basic underscore shrimp. I'm also recently on Instagram at the great Pahuba. That's the great P-A-H-O-O-B-A. You can check out my motherfucking turkey that I cooked to motherfucking perfection the other day. Hell yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, all you fucking sick fucks. So many faces, so many dirty things You couldn't even believe 